and we're very happy to welcome you to Second Half Now. We're the folks that are in the second half of life. We are called second halfers and boomers and seniors. We give uh, everybody 100 years because when you get to 50, you're halfway. So uh, so get ready and uh, get geared up because you want to do the kinds of things that will uh, help you live as long as possible. And our real main theme and our mission is to help today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. And that's really important to us. We own that mission We want to be very faithful to that. We are diligent to bring in guests and to talk about topics that help us either in our own personal lives in 50 plus or uh, as it affects our aging parents or our kids or grandkids. So the whole spectrum of people, but we're the ones that uh, really carry the ball uh, in in this particular uh, way because we want to be uh, faithful. We want to be effective. We want to do the kinds of things that matter and that's how we live this life. And that's that's uh, what we're talking about today. I'm going to introduce our co-host and our guest. This is where we discuss the things that are important for us in the second half of life. And I want to invite uh, you to the discussion and ask you to just pull up a chair at our table. We're going to talk about the things that are important here. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Patrick Lyons. So, Patrick, good to see you today, and what's the good word for today? Great to be here. This one's easy. The word today is blessed. Uh, you know, our heart is for those uh, to helping others live a life that matters, and I think what we've learned, and we're gonna, I'm, I'm excited about our guest today, what we're going to hear is that not only um, does living a life that matters bless me, but when I do that, it blesses everybody else around me. So I invited you to... Uh pull a chair up to our table, and uh, I want to set that table a little bit with sort of the context of what we want to talk about today with our host. And uh, we got to uh, recognize that life is not easy for anyone. Whatever your situation, whatever your age, whatever your health, whatever your finances, life just plain is not easy for anyone. And as we look around, either in our family or on our neighborhoods, we see that some are really dealing with some tough challenges. And these are people who have had maybe a tough childhood, maybe they've experienced abuse or addiction, drugs, incarceration, lack of education, chronic unemployment, short on life skills, and the list goes on. These are people that really, really are having a tough time, and they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go or even how to get there. And our heart goes out to them, and we wonder, well, how can I help, or what can I do? How can I provide some lasting uh, impact for them so they don't just you know go back into the same old uh, same old lifestyle. Are there ways, are there resources that we can actually help people who are having such a difficult challenge in life? And I ask the question, what help is available in our community? Because I know that I can't do it alone. I, I can't do very much uh, at all. But I know that people who are in those tough times, they need two things. They need hope and they need opportunity. One of those by themselves is not enough, because if you just have hope but have no chance of exercising that hope or no opportunity to do something with that hope, you're still stuck. If you have opportunity and you can do something to better your situation but you don't have any hope, then you're not inclined to uh, take up on that and do anything about it. So, again, so important that people have the opportunity or have the chance of receiving hope and opportunity. And today we're going to learn about a person and an organization and has been doing exactly that for 18 years. The organization is My Father's House, which is a family shelter. 
And the person is Kathy Weiss, who is the founder and executive director. And Kathy is in the studio with us today, and I'm so eager to have her share some of the stories about how she and her team have provided hope and opportunity for people as they become residents in the family shelter at my father's house. So the title for today's show is Giving Hope and Opportunity to People. So Kathy, I want to thank you for coming in today and welcome to Second Half Now. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really uh, excited about hearing the stories that uh, we've already talked about and we want to get right into them. Again, the title for today's show is Giving People Hope and Opportunity. Kathy, tell us about uh, My Father's House. What's the basic mission and, and how do you go about, what are some of the ways you go about fulfilling it? Well, we work with homeless families and so all of our families are there for a reason. And what we, our mission of what we do is really pretty simple for most people. And that is basically to get families so that they are independent living. They have a job and they can afford housing on their own. People come to us for all sorts of reasons, and we want to make sure that we're meeting the needs of the whole person. What are some of the, um, I mean, without obviously names and specifics, but some of the situations that you've seen, what are some of the reasons why someone might come to you, why they might show up at your door? You know, a lot of people think that homeless people are, are just all mentally ill or drug addicts, and that's not true. When you have families that are struggling financially, they may have a loss of a job or they may have a loss of, um, you know, a, a separation of the husband and wife. And what happens is that they spiral down. They don't just all of a sudden go, I want to live in a shelter. Right. It doesn't mm. happen that way. There's a lot of struggles that lead up to that. And by the time they come to our door, they are very desperate. They want to change their life. And so what we want to do is we want to help them change that life which many times means that there's some life skills missing. Mm. And so we're not just a place to stay. We're not a flop house. We are actually a program where families come and they learn new skills. And part of their new skills that they learn is everything from financial skills, how to budget their money, how to spend their money, to parenting classes. And we have a special class we call Explorers, and it is all about discovering the inner man and that inner healing that maybe you need so that you're not going to mess, keep messing up the same thing over and over again. Yeah. My father's house, uh, we pride ourselves in stopping that cycle of, of violence or not just violence, but poverty because so many people have that poverty and they don't know how to get out of it and they're not going to get out of it unless they have a hand up. Yeah. So now I'm going to, uh, a further question, a deeper question. You are the founder. Yes. Where does the name come from? Tell me about my father's house. Well, it's kind of silly, really. <laughs> I was in a car driving with the co-founder, Ray Morris, and we were driving, going to yet another church to tell them about my father's house, what we were trying to start. And I said, you know, we really need a name to, for people to take us seriously. You have to have a name. And he um, he said, yeah, what, what are we going to name it? What are we going to name it? And this was, of course, back in the early 2000, and the Audio Adrenaline song came on the radio big house and it's come and go with me to my father's house uh, it's a great big house with lots and lots of rooms hmm. and a great big table with lots and lots of food and a great big yard where we can play football and he slammed his hand down on the, on the dashboard scaring me to death and he said that's it that's it we are going to be my father's house and it stuck that's great 
I like that. That's cool. I like that. When I visit out there and have opportunity to meet some of the residents there, I know one of the key things for them, because of the background and what they've experienced for months and years prior, is a safe place uh, to live for them and their kids, because it hasn't always been. Of course, like if they're if they're homeless, if they're on the street, or if they're sleeping in the park, or just finding a way to get by, that's a beautiful facility, and they have their own apartment, and just mm-hmm. a safe place to come and go. It's very secure, and so I know that's one of the big deals for them. You know, another big deal for me in that is when they come, and I hear this all the time, not just from the residents, but from volunteers, and that is that when they walk in the doors, they feel immediately, they feel peace. Mm-hmm. And I always explain to them that that's the peace of God. Yeah. They go, it just feels so peaceful here. It doesn't feel stressful. And so for me, I I love it when people tell me their first impression. Yeah. And uh, I want to make sure that people have kind of a mental image, although they can go to your website and see the pictures mm-hmm. at familyshelter.org. Is that right? That's okay. Right. So what you're going to see there. The first building, is it 30 units? Was it the... It has it holds 28 families. Okay, 28 and, families. And three staff. Okay, and then you have the uh, the other um, recently developed part, and how many is that? Right, Transitional Housing uh, Project is called Stepping Stones. Right. And okay. it houses another 12 families, okay. and that's a year-long program. So you have really 42 uh, units for, or no, 28 and 12. How much is that? 40. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 40. And so it's not just a house. It's not just a, you know, a, a big house with five bedrooms. It is a it is a planned and designed and built for yes. this particular purpose. Right. Our stepping stones unit has a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. And then we own the house on the other side of the building, which we incorporate into our our stepping stone program. Yeah. So we have 41 families that we help at one time. Excellent. And they're always full. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's I mean, kind of a re- revolving door sometimes yeah, yeah. because people leave and then you have to get the room ready for the next family. So right. there's a little bit of lapse in time right. between families. But yeah, it's uh, 41 families. We always have people that we're interviewing and taking in. Yes. What I appreciate is about um, it's coming in uh, at the beginning for a family and when they leave, their life has changed. And I get to Absolutely. interact with some of them in a diploma program out there. But it's just absolutely amazing the transformation that takes place. Not everybody catches exactly the same way. Right. But I just see that what you're doing there with your programs and your staff and your volunteers and your classes and your life skills making a huge difference. And I want you to tell us uh, about a couple of the people that have been through the uh, My Father's House experience. So we're going to listen to a story right after we get back. Don't go away. Do you have aging loved ones who need some help at home? How do you know when it's time to get some assistance? And what are the signs they may not be able to live at home safely? Golden Placement Services specializes in these questions and transitions. They provide professional placement services when it comes time to find a safe, comfortable place for your loved one to live. These are people you can trust, and their services are provided at no charge to your family. Call Diane Delaney at 503-926-2111. That's 503-926-2111. Golden Placement Services. Caring professionals you can trust. Sometimes. 
Sometimes we just need a little help around the house. Small repairs, painting, lawn and yard maintenance, cleanup jobs. These are some of the things handled by Sheldon's Maintenance. Or if your roof needs repair or replacing, or if you have a kitchen or bathroom that needs remodeling or updating, Sheldon's Maintenance is your go-to source for help. For all your handyman needs, call Sheldon's Maintenance for a free estimate. 503-804-7717. That's 503-804-7717. Sheldon's Maintenance for all your handyman needs. If you are even thinking about buying or selling a house, you really need to talk to the best in the business. You probably have lots of important questions. After all, it's not just a house, it's your home. Dave Long at 24-7 Properties is the realtor who can answer your questions and provide lots of options. There's no cost or obligation to get his accurate, reliable information that will help you make the decisions that are best for you. Call Dave Long at 503-607-4216. That's 503-607-4216. 24-7 Properties. It's not just your house. It's your home. Hello, Milo. Believes that prevention and proactive thinking are the future of aging with grace and independence at home. We offer regular delivery of healthy, nutritious meals designed by a certified, licensed dietitian. Our meals are chef-prepared and delivered to the home. We also offer helpful home visits by our trained companions who can help with light housekeeping, small helpful tasks, or personal activities such as going for a walk, working a puzzle, or just having a friendly chat. Find out how we can help you or your loved one. Call Milo at 877-243-5928. That's 877-243-5928. Hello, Milo. Promoting grace and independence at home. And we also want to thank some of our other sponsors, Better, Smarter, Richer, Carmen Farmer with the Retirement Coach, Marriage Architects, Nancy Cummings, Finance of America, Jay Tompkins, Serving Our Neighbors, and Bob Lum Insurance. To find out more about these folks and all of our sponsors, go to secondhalfnow.com, click on the Network tab, and if you are interested in becoming a sponsor, contact us through our website today. We are in studio with Kathy Weiss, the founder and executive director of My Father's House, an extraordinary uh, experience of life change and really helping people with our theme, help, helping people live a life that matters. And Kathy, I imagine that what you do helps you live a life that matters. Can you speak to that just for a minute? I mean, how, how is it uh, you know, purposeful and meaningful for you to have a direct impact in the lives of all these families? You know, you forget how impactful you are sometimes until you actually sit down and really mm. think about it. Yeah. What I tell my staff all the time is, you know, we're not just here for the residents. We're here for the volunteers, too, and mm. one another. So it's it's full circle. You, you don't just minister to the residents. Volunteers have all kinds of things going in their lives, too. And so when you look at the impact that you can have on anybody around you, whether they're your personal friends or people you work with, or the volunteers that come to you, or your actual ministry of ministering to families. It is, God just gives you so many opportunities. It's amazing to me that we have opportunities. We just have to open our eyes and look. And sometimes I'll be rushing down the hallway because I'm late for something or going somewhere, and I will just know that I am supposed to slow down. It's almost like God says, hey, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. There's a person over there that you need to stop, encourage, and hug. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably the biggest impact on the volunteers as well as well as our residents is that we have to stop and pay attention and hug. I'm a hugger, so um, and everybody at work knows that. So I love that probably that's my biggest impact is that encouraging word 
and that that hug and sometimes you start hugging someone and they start crying and mm. you know that you need to slow down and stop we're in such a busy world you know busy busy all the time to slow down and give your time is the most valuable thing you can give absolutely you know i can't even imagine how impactful that must be um, when when life circumstances come at you and you've lost a job you've lost a home you've found yourself in those circumstances where you need where you need help and you just feel so unworthy, you feel so unlovable, and someone comes and embraces you and wraps their arms around you. And I, to me, it's it's so easy to understand why someone could, why that could bring someone to tears, just that, that you value them enough to, to touch. Right? It's just essential. Yeah. And I want to say that our, our listeners uh, may be looking for an opportunity to be involved or to volunteer or to find out if there's a place and a space for them to help out. So, Kathy, give us the phone number so they can uh, make a note of it. So, to call my father's house. Our phone number is 503-492-3046. Extension 224 will get you Sarah, our volunteer coordinator. Great. Okay, so let's hear a couple of stories. Uh, uh, Before our show, we uh, talked about Misty. Yes. And um, tell us about Misty. I, I love the story about Misty because it is so relevant for today about... You know, kids not, young kids are not learning life skills like they should. And Misty came to my father's house, and she had a little girl, and she had never worked a day in her life. She had been on welfare. She'd grown up on welfare with her mother. And it was like she didn't really get the idea of, what do you mean I have to work? And so we, we spent a lot of time building a resume, teaching her how to go through a job interview. She wasn't getting a job. So we did some role playing and, and helped her with the interview skills and, and that was really effective for her. And so finally it was in November and she came home and she was she was all excited. She had gotten a, a job. And she was like so excited to get this job. And I'm only thing I could think of was, okay, this is Christmas and it's retail. This is gonna last for a couple months and then what's gonna happen? But, you know, I, I wanted to, you know, be on board with her so she went to work the first day and she came home that night and I was there and she came home and she said she goes I I can't believe it I go what and she goes nobody ever told me it was this fun to work Mm -hmm. she felt so good about herself her self-esteem must have risen 10 octaves it was just absolutely amazing to see how excited she was but in the back of my head I kept thinking oh god what's gonna happen and praying for her, saying, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen, but, oh, if she loses this job, it's going to be devastating because she really loved it. So Christmas went by, and it was January, and she told me, you know, I am I have a, a meeting tomorrow with my supervisor. I said, okay, well, what do you think that's about? Because I didn't want to tell her. You know, I didn't want to bring down the hammer. And she said, I don't know, but everyone's really worried about it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so she goes to work that day, and that evening, I thought I really need to be available to her when she comes home just because I know that this is going to be really hard for her. So she came home, and she acted all forlorn, and she was very, she was very, very sad. And, and I said, I said, how did it go today with your supervisor? She goes, well, you know, just about everybody got laid off. And I said, yeah. And then she got this big, huge grin on her face, and she said, except for me. They want me to try out for management. Mm, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, she was grinning from ear to ear. I bet. And, wow. you know, she went on, she was 26 years old at the time, and she went on 
to not just finish her job there and, and be in management at this retail spot, but she also went on and finished a degree in college. Mm. And I was so proud of her. And to this day, she actually works with DHS. Oh, wow. Yes. And you know, there's a lot of Misty's out there. There and is. And it takes a team at my father's mm-hmm. house and a whole bunch of other organizations right. and uh, where people can actually participate in helping a person like Misty get a fresh start in life and get hope and opportunity. That's so, so critically important. So you know, thank she, you for being there for them, for her, and for all the others too. She's a great success story, and there's a lot of them. So it's really it's fun to look back on those stories and speaking of volunteers, you have one out yes. there that's kind of special to you. Tell us about Heidi. I do. I I love Heidi. She is in a wheelchair, and she does have use of her arms. But she's been was in an accident and is in a wheelchair. And she came to my father's house and said, "I really want to volunteer." And I'm like, "Okay." And I'm thinking, what could we have her do that's going to make her feel, you know, accepted and significant? So what we did was we started talking to her, and she loved kids. So she ended up working in the daycare. And the daycare is only open a few hours a day, which worked for her. So she comes in in her wheelchair, and she's one of those little motorized ones. And she goes in, and, of course, the kids are always curious. But she just wanted just to love on these kids. And so we would put kids on her lap. And she'll just love them. And kids that are crying or needs extra comfort, she's just there to do that for them. And some of the older kids will talk about, hey, um, what? why are you in a wheelchair? What's that all about? Mm. And she's really gracious and good to tell them about that. And so now we don't even have to lift kids up to her. They just crawl right up her <laughs> legs onto her lap. It's really special. And she's living a life that matters. That's she right. is. loves it, right? She beams all the time. You know, it'd be so easy for a person to just kind of be discouraged and feel like the, all the limitations instead of feeling the opportunities and the things that she can do. She tells me all the time, if I can do it, anybody can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. God bless her. Kathy, that, that beaming that Heidi does, I want that for every one of our listeners. I want them I want them to, to get involved, and yet um, things keep us on the sidelines. So, so summarize, conclude, um, give an invitation, offer an invitation to our listeners to live a life that matters. How can they do it? You know, um, be, having a purpose-filled life is important for all of us. We need to give out. And as we get older, as most of your listeners are, we get older, we're supposed to teach the younger ones. And what greater opportunity than to take someone under your wing? We have a mentoring program. We, we have a reception desk where all of our receptionists are, are volunteers. We have classes where you can teach. We have the child care where you can love on kids. Mm-hmm. We have a donation center where you may not think that that would be purposeful, but, you know, if you're a little bit shy and you just want to make sure that our families have clothes to wear and food to eat, it's a wonderful opportunity. It's a one-on-one experience where you're shopping with our residents and you're helping them pick out clothes for their kids. You're helping them decide on what meals to have for the week as you shop through the little store that we have there. There is something for everyone, really and truly. Um, I can't imagine anyone not wanting to hang out with our families because it really, you're, you're the one with the blessing. You're the one who's getting blessed. Yes, you're doing a, val- a valuable service to our residents, but you really are the one who's getting blessed. Thank we you. are in studio with Kathy Weiss, founder and director of My Father's House. Kathy, let's get that uh, contact phone number again one more time. 503-492-3046. 
extension 224. Thank you. And what they're doing is giving people hope and opportunity. Listener, if you have questions about today's topic or if you have suggestions for other topics or guests that you'd like to hear about, uh, just let us know. Go to secondhalfnow.com. We have a contact form there. Fill that out, shoot it over to us, and we will uh, respond. Kathy, uh, very much happy to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you for, uh, for being me. a part. Giving hope and opportunity to people. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today or listening by podcast or streaming or download or however you're listening. Second half now, helping today's 50-plus American live a life that matters. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with co-host Patrick Lyons. And we are saying goodbye for now. Uh, But we want you to come back uh, again and listen to all of our shows on secondhalfnow.com. In the meantime, may God help you live a life that matters.